It's Chandra with the Contemporary Horsemanship Company podcast, and today I want to talk about just some safety things, safety precautions, um, ways to just not get in trouble or get in dangerous dangerous situations with horses. Um, there's a lot of them. Horses are big animals. They're flight animals, so they're prone to want to run away and spook at things um, or defend themselves if they feel necessary with biting or kicking or rearing or striking or whatever. Um, so it, they can definitely be dangerous, but just wanted to talk about a few things that maybe not everybody knows about, um, especially if you're greener and newer to horses or a lot of people, um, just kind of think that horses deal with these things and they're fine with them and, or they just don't even think about them. So sometimes I just don't even notice what I'm doing. And so like at times, um, you don't even know that it's wrong. That's why, um, we have all these methods of education to kind of point out things that you would have never thought you have no idea um, until you're years into it and or you have a wreck and then you learn the hard way so I'm trying to help people learn not the hard way learn the easier way um, while you're just hanging out sitting in your car's couch or driving your car or something like that so the first one I want to talk about is tying so tying isn't bad in itself but I think it's one of the biggest things where people do a lot of assuming um so assuming that the horse will stand tied assuming that the horse is trained assuming that the things that happen around the horse are not going to bother him um there's just a lot of things that go into it so first off um I'm just going to talk about the equipment so if you tie a horse I'm going to go with hard tying. So you tied a knot, you tied your horse to something with a knot. So you're not using a blocker. You're not just wrapping it around the pole or some other kind of tiring. Um, so he can't get away at that point. He's going to pull it down or break his halter himself. Um, lots of people, first of all, think that hard tying is the only way to tie. Um, it is not, and it is definitely not the safest. <laughs> um, hard tying I don't love some people do it. I understand its place, but I don't like it. Um, but when you are going to hard tie a horse, make sure you have on a halter that's going to break if you need it to, or maybe the lead rope is going to break if you need it to, or use a piece of bailing twine, use something that's going to break. The most dangerous thing besides a tying your, your horse to something that um, breaks and drags with them like a gate or a chair or any object that they pull back and it goes with them and now they think it's chasing them that is probably the most dangerous thing the second because then they're running blind at that point um, but um, before that is going to be hard tying them to something where they can't get away and they're going to break their neck flip over hurt themselves crash into you crash into other people other horses it could be a giant mess so um definitely if you're gonna hard tie please use a, ba a breakaway halter so does any halter that is completely made of leather or one that has a leather like breakaway piece um where it goes underneath the buckle in the halter or has like a leather crown piece that'll break um something like that just always safety first um let the horse escape it sounds like to a person who doesn't understand it sounds like a, a poor idea like why would I want my horse to escape but they're just gonna fight more a lot of horses don't realize like oh I'm trapped it's okay I'll just kind of relax and then figure this out that takes a really good-minded horse and a lot of training so most horses are going to default to panic and pull and they don't think at this point. So they're going to 
break themselves. They're going to break things and they are powerful and they're going to just destroy stuff. And it's really not good. Um, horses get their legs stuck in the fence and they, they just can rip their hoof off, tear down your whole fence. It's really not good. So that's why I like tying with the blocker or just rope, rope, or with the rope looped around um, a panel or something. So then the horse is worried. He can kind of back up a little bit and he gets a little bit of a pressure release. And then he can just kind of, he's like, okay, he has a moment to readjust and think about things. And then um, through the training, um, then he, he's not going to pull back. He's just going to stay there. So um, definitely if you're hard tying, um, make sure that you have some piece of equipment like a breakaway halter that's going to break or tie to a piece of bailing twine, something that's going to break so the horse can be free and not just pull and pull and hurt himself. Um, if you can, if you can not hard tie, I would do that. Um, if not, I would go ahead and do use one of those things. Um, okay. So another thing about tying, cause that can be a big issue with people. Horses don't know how to tie all the time. Cause I know like when we're learning and we're taking lessons and things like that, we're riding horses that are half dead <laughs> for our safety. So we kind of assume that all horses know these things because the ones that we learned on do, and that's just not the case. So I would make sure that every, every horse that you come into contact with, you either ask the people who know more about it, or you just assume that he doesn't know how, and then you start with just wrapping the rope around something so he can easily get away, just holding the horse until you know more about him, until you've gotten more information. Um, I always kind of start off really slow and then see how well-trained he is. I would just always assume that they don't know it versus the other way around. Assuming they know everything can cause problems. So um, another thing with tying is tying too long. So when horse is tied too long, especially hard tied, because now there's just um, the rope and something solid. So now the horse can get his legs tangled up. He can get his head tangled up and his neck and just other things can get tangled in there and it's just not a good situation because then you're going into the previous scenario where they're pulling they're trying to escape and now we've got legs tangled in it and it's a big mess you want to only tie like the length of your arm or shorter depending on the length of your arms if they're really long but um you don't want it super long like a foot um foot and a half roughly you use all you want that just so they can move their head around a little bit you don't want them tied so tight because that's just going to make him claustrophobic. But you want to give them enough room where they can move their head easily um, and hang out. But not so much that they're going to get their head down to graze or get their foot caught through or anything like that. So that is a big thing. Um, tying up high is important. You don't want to tie down low because then you're basically tying at a long length because the horses can get their legs stuck in it. So again, it's like the same, same kind of thing. Um, another thing is tying like with the bridle reins. Um, honestly, it's going to be safer tying to bridle reins. It's not a good idea. Don't do it, but it's going to be safer than I'm tying my horse with a nylon rope and a nylon halter to a fence post because now that horse can't get away at least with a, well, a leather bridle, they, it will break, but they can definitely damage their mouth. So tying with reins is a no-go tying with halters that aren't breakaway if you're hard tying is a no-go so those things are just really important um another thing and probably the last thing about tying that I have is going to be what you're tying to so if you're in a hard tie you're not going to use a blocker which I think you should but 
just trying to offer some advice. <laughs> so don't tie to anything that's not like completely solid. So like if you have like a hitching post, tying there is great. If you have a crappy made hitching post and the horse pulls back and the pole falls out and comes after him, not great. He's going to run and the pole's now chasing him because it's tied to him and he's just going to run more. Um, I've seen plenty of times where he's tied to that. He's tied to a door. He's tied to a gate and the gate falls off and is being pulled by the horse. Horses are very strong. We underestimate that all the time. A panel can be easily uh, destroyed by a horse, let alone pulled off of hinges and drug. So we got to just keep that um, in mind at all times. So besides leading, another thing that I th- it took me a long time to even find out about, I didn't even know about, and it probably doesn't happen all that time, but um, I like to just be safe, is leading a horse or tying a horse with a like a stud chain, but the chain, or like, it doesn't necessarily need to be for a stud, but um, like one you'd use for showmanship western class or a halter class, and it's got the chain, the, the chain lead shank, um, and going putting the, the chain part up through the bottom loop of your halter and then connecting it back down um, where the chain begins on like the leather or the nylon. So I had done it previously and didn't know anything of it until I heard about horses like grazing or just kind of hanging out and getting their legs stuck in that chain loop and then dying because they're pulling back. They can't get, you can't break the chain at that point. Like horses are strong it's possible that it could have, they could break the snap or something, but the one I had heard of, um, died and like broke his neck or his leg or something like that because he had gotten his leg in the chain and then the chain didn't break. So, uh, that's something I don't do. You can either just clip the chain to the halter or run it over the nose and to the halter or under the nose into the halter on the other side. Um, and there's pictures and, and videos of how to do that on, um, just the internet. So I would look into that before doing that if you don't know how, but that's just something to think about too, because I didn't know about that either. And that could be really scary. So, um, a couple other things I want to think about. Oh, back cinches. So back cinches are great. If you need one, most people don't. Um, if you're roping or you're doing a lot of rodeo stuff, maybe you just kind of want it and you have like a performance horse, that's fine. Cause those people, they know how to use it. They know how to get their horse ready for it. If you just want to put your horse in a Western saddle just for a trail ride and he's never had a back cinch on, that's probably not going to be a great idea. Um, always make sure that the horse is used to that cinch. So put it like, put it on him in a round pen in a safe area and make sure he's okay with it before you just decide to hop on. Um, and I would go as far as just any saddle before you, you switched up on your horse, make sure that, um, they're okay with it without you in it first, because especially going from English to Western, because there is so much extra leather, there's extra movement, there's extra weight, like the, the stirrups can be heavy and bang around and they can have the tassels on the sides and that can be scary. So there's just a lot more with it. Um, I think going from Western to English is probably going to be pretty easy because, um, there's just less there. Um, but if you have any doubts, like go ahead and brown pen your horse with that. But I would definitely make sure if you're going from English to Western and you've either never put a Western saddle on your horse or you just don't know for sure, I'll just go ahead, put them on a lunge line, put them in the round pen and make sure that they're safe because you just want to always make sure. <laughs> so the next part I want to talk about is trailers. So trailers, 
can be dangerous just on their own because there's a lot of different things that can go wrong there. You're putting a thousand pound flight animal in a tiny box. It can be really scary for everybody. Um, I would make sure, so really getting in and getting out can be tricky, especially um, with a horse that doesn't love it in there. You can get run over, the horse can pull back, the horse can pull you out and all these kinds of things. So um, as far as getting in and out, I would definitely practice it before you need to go somewhere and then make sure that you have like an escape plan and not so much like, oh, there's the, the side door. I'm going to just pop out there if I need to, but like inside the trailer, okay, if the horse is going to back out, you can kind of move out of his way or he has enough manners where you can move him out of your way. And when you get into those situations, um, those manners might leave. You might not have manners anymore. So that's also something to think about. Um, make sure your, the horse's manners are really, really well, um, taught on the ground and then practice trailer loading and then go up and do that. If they're not so great on the ground, they're just going to get worse with the added pressure of the trailer. Um, same thing with getting out. Some horses might panic and just decide to back out really fast or turn around, run you over in the process. Um, you definitely don't want that. If you have a horse that's going to do that or thinking about doing that, go back. You don't need to be hauling him anywhere unless it's emergency and practice it. Get him comfortable going in and out without a divider, comfortable with other things. Um, I have a separate podcast and I have some videos on YouTube on trailer loading um, and go back to the basics and fix it. You don't want to put yourself and your horse in a dangerous situation and that's just not necessary. Um, if you absolutely have to go to a vet um, and you have like a stock trailer or access to one, you can just load them in there and let them be loose. If, if you need to get them somewhere, that would probably be the safest option. Um, if you don't have it, um, then obviously you can, you can get them in there into a straight, um, a two horse or something like that. But I feel like you're a little bit better positioned in a straight load two horse than you are in a slant load. Um, because you don't have to go like behind into the side of the horse to shut the divider. Um, so like when you're in the, the two horse straight load trailer, like you're putting up the butt bar, but I usually put up the butt bar kind of from the side. So if the horse is like, eh, not so sure, then I can just kind of let go and he can back off. Um, definitely don't want to stand directly behind the horse and put the butt bar up um, because you're, you're kind of just waiting to be run down while he backs up really fast if he's going to do that. Um, definitely don't put the ramp up before you have put the butt bar up and hope that the horse is going to stay there and he backs out onto the ramp and squishes your hands or pushes the ramp down and we have an accident there. Um, don't tie the horse in until the butt bar is up or your divider is closed because you go to tie the horse in, nothing's closed yet, he pulls back, you could have a big mess in the trailer. Same thing with getting out. If you don't untie before you open the divider or the butt bar, you can have that same mess. He could pull back in anticipation of getting out and then really have a wreck inside there and get tangled up and hurt himself. Um, so definitely always just wait till your horse is calm and relaxed, then go ahead and shut the divider or the butt bar. And then when you're unloading, untie first. Um, if you're holding the horse or have someone hold the horse while you um, open up the divider and then go ahead and back them out safely. Um, another thing about trailers that 
I didn't think of for a while either. Um, my first trailer was a two horse um, slant load from like the 80s. And so it didn't have like a drop down window. It had like a little tiny window um, up in the like manger area. Like definitely nobody's getting stuck in there. And I always had it closed. I would like put feed in there when we stopped or whatever. Um, and then it just would have like that kind of see-through plastic kind of windows. So I didn't really think about this, but if you have windows in your trailer and they're facing out like where a horse could get through it, make sure your bars are up or the window is shut. I know a lot of horses load better when the window is open, but make sure that the bars are up so the horse doesn't try to jump through the window. Too many horses try, see freedom and try to jump through the window and get stuck halfway and it is not pretty. So make sure your bars are up, make sure your windows are shut, make sure you have all the, all everything's shut and ready, especially um, escape doors too. If you have an escape door on the same side, um, like in your straight, uh, straight horse, <laughs> two horse straight load, um, the horse might definitely try to get out of there because that's much bigger than the window. So just something to think about. Um, always have the, the chest bars up if you're going to load and you have that type of trailer. Um, you don't want any of those accidents. Accidents with horses are just not cool. Um, but I think for right now, um, I want, cause I want to go over just all the little things that I had, um, to talk about just like little things that you wouldn't think about that could be dangerous. I had them written down and I don't know what happened to them. So I wanted to do kind of like a little bit of a series, just things that you wouldn't otherwise know about. Like I, you know, nobody's born knowing anything. So I just, I'm trying to keep everybody safe here, but, um, I'll try and find my list and then kind of talk about a few more things. I knew I had more things, but I just don't know exactly what they were. So for today, I'll end on that and then I'll make a, another, at least another podcast or maybe two on just little safety precautions that we could do around horses. But until then, I'll see you next time.